Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, with that said, let's talk to Evan Washburn. And Evan, let's talk some football because we're talking about hoops and our team. We appreciate you joining us. CBS sideline reporter, you work the Super Bowl Talk about the ending of this game and and the moment, the tension in the building, because I think people around the country, as they the Chiefs got in scoring position, you just felt like they were going to do it, right? You felt like they were going to make this happen. I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to talk about Trey Young now. That was a lot of passion. I felt like a listener. Um, <laughs> look, absolutely. Tension, uh, moment, uh, just kind of history as you're watching it unfold especially with what Mahomes and the Chiefs have done here over the last now two years back-to-back, but really if you look at the last five seasons. And Super Bowls are unique on so many fronts. And even in those moments, it feels big, but it also has this really intimate feel because it's a unique crowd, it's a unique venue because of the fact that it's a neutral site and it's on this massive stage, but it almost isn't as loud as the conference championship game. So, you kind of put that all in the sauce and then the fact that it's overtime and you know that that means that as we saw uh, a lot of people are watching Mm. um it was pretty special yeah i know that uh we we tried all week uh evan to come up with some kind of fresh angle and everything we wound up coming back to is well mahomes is going to do some mahomes stuff and and he did you know and whether it was scrambling moving the football on those fourth downs just just the clutchness of it and and watching a guy in his prime doing things other guys can't do the angle that's fresh, in my opinion, is special teams dictate so much of mm. football, and we don't either want to talk about it <laughs> or right. know how to talk about it. And I think we're really fortunate that we have Jay Feely in those moments, who was a longtime NFL kicker, and it at times might seem crazy to have a, a special team-specific analyst, but, man, it pays off because he had some great, uh, add-ons both on air and in break and you see it when you look back in that game that special teams were as big a reason as any any why one Kansas City has a Super Bowl and why San Francisco lost it uh Evan Washburn our guest guy CBS sideline reporter worked the Super Bowl Super Bowl 58 everybody is talking about the numbers that came in and you know how it was uh watched around the world I want to ask you about the hosting of and what Vegas did. All the concerns really ended up not being a big deal, right? I mean, with all the players there and everything that was going on, I don't know. The NFL emphasized it. We heard Roger Goodell at the beginning of the week last week talk about integrity of the game. And then, you know, we get a crazy one that goes to overtime. But I thought Vegas did a really good job. Talk about your experience there. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I expected them to do a good job because it's an event town. I mean, they host massive 
conferences and events and i mean that's what that place is built on so from an infrastructure standpoint i had no doubt they'd be able to handle it and then yeah i think it's part of the growing shift that we're seeing to things being accepted that weren't a few years ago and i think it's silly for people to constantly throw in whether it's the league's face or anyone's face oh my gosh it's crazy you said this five years ago about gambling well things change and that said, I could tell that there's this idea that you know, optics are important still. So uh, when it came to gambling and where people were and depending on what your role was, uh, my experience specific to my what ended up being almost eight days there, was pretty boring. Uh, but that was by design. We stayed uh, at the Virgin. Uh, I got out a couple times for a couple dinners here and there, but I pretty much – uh, whether it was going to meetings or going to get something to eat, I uh, was just hanging out in my room because it, it, much like the players, it's a long week. And I've done it where you get burned out by Thursday and then you realize, <laughs> man, we haven't even gotten to the reason we're here. So uh, that, that was kind of my, my, my routine. Uh, not as exciting. Evan Washburn's with us, guys. CBS Sideline reporter. He was there at the Super Bowl, as you mentioned. I'm going to be out there Friday. And again, it's, I mean, I, I presume there's going to be like Chiefs fans still like laying in the gutter, Carl, in front of Bellagio. <laughs> You're going to find it'd be more Niners fans. Yeah. Niners, <laughs> Niners, as I learned, it's not Niners Nation, it's uh, Niners Faithful. Right. Um, they, they, I, I feel for them, but man, they delivered from oh. opening night all the way through Sunday. They brought it. And speaking of the Niners, we're, we're really familiar with Kyle Shanahan and, and the maybe a lack of situational awareness. We were up by 25 in our Super Bowl loss to the Patriots. He's blown some leads, but you alluded to the special teams. I, I really can't put this on Shanahan. The only thing which I think you could argue was is the coin flip and deciding to take the football first. I know analytics guys like the idea that maybe you get the ball three times if you push, but I, I just felt in the old days, make the Chiefs score then you st- or stop them and you win the game. This idea that they didn't know the rules to me is completely maddening. Like, look, the the 49ers knew the new overtime rules. Kyle Shanahan is as detailed as any coach in the league. He's as respected as any coach in the league. They made a decision. He explained it not only in his postgame press conference, but I had to do the losing interview with him, and he acknowledged it there. And so that to me I think is, is silly. And I would have taken the ball. I take the ball. I want the situation where there's, you would say, less pressure to deliver a specific result. So whether it's you kick a field goal or you score a touchdown and then you lean on your defense that at that point was gassed. I'm on that sideline. They're all sucking down oxygen. To throw them back out on the field right away would have been reckless. And then the flip side, look, I'm not saying that Kansas City's uh, being disingenuous with the idea that they were going to go for two, but it's real easy to say that when you've won the Super Bowl. Mm. So I think it, it, it feels like people want to be upset because they lost, so they need a reason, and that, that seems to be the most popular, but I don't, I don't think it is. We, we touched on it. The reasons were mm. turnovers and poor special teams. Evan, as you're talking about the defense being gassed, let's talk about Kansas City's defense. I mean, this is the real reason why this team ultimately won, right? I mean, think about the Chris Jones play that forces them to kick a field goal versus getting seven there. All season long, this defense kept them in games and was one of the best defenses in the league. And, you know, we always talk about Mahomes, but they didn't score. The the, the, uh, the Chiefs were middle of the road this year offensively and scoring points. And so – you know, you get to the Super Bowl and you look at the final score, it's not like they had 35 points on the board. This is kind of who they've been all year, right? 
100%. I saw it week two in Jacksonville. Our crew had that game, and that was sort of the start of one. You could see there was going to be trouble in the waters offensively. And then two, and this defense could be special. And it's a testament to Brett Veach having a vision. He's drafted. He's invested in that side of the ball high in the draft with their picks the last few years. And that's a luxury you can have when you have a all-time great at quarterback. And then Steve Spagnolo, I was thinking about it today. I mean, he's a – if there was a term or a wing of the Hall of Fame for coordinator, right. he would be in it. He's a Hall of Fame defensive coordinator. And I don't think we view it enough because we're so obsessed with, hey, he's a coordinator. He's going to be an ex-head coach. Why isn't Steve Spagnolo getting looks to be a head coach? Not to say he shouldn't, but I think we should celebrate what he is. Mm-hmm. And he's an incredible defensive coordinator, teacher, and schemer. I know that uh, he came up with the plan. We mentioned it earlier as Evan Washburn joins from CBS here. He was a guy that shut down Brady with the Giants. You know, I mean, so that's that's got to stand for something. The, uh, yeah, the resume is ridiculous. It's it's Brady with the Giants in those Super Bowls. It's this season. It's Lamar two weeks ago. Yeah. I mean, it's it's unreal what he's been able to do. So big picture now, who's going who's gonna to challenge the Chiefs in the AFC? It seems like Buffalo spits the bit. You know, they had the great opportunity. We were going bananas because Todd Munkin, as you know, Evan, did such a great job at Georgia. But I thought that was one of the screwiest game plans to basically take your own run game away against the Chiefs at home in Baltimore earlier this year. So specific to that, I'm glad we can talk about it because I've come to understand it better. And again, this is highlights what Spagnolo does so well. It wasn't that Todd Munkin and the Ravens didn't want to run the ball. It's that they have rules, and it's run-pass option. Those are the play calls. Mm. And what Spagnuolo's defense did was look like it was set up, and so the rule is then you check to the pass, but then it would it's disguised at its best. So mm. I think they got in Munkin's head and Lamar's head in that game, and they should have been stubborn to running the ball, even if the look doesn't say you should because Kansas City was working out of that look. Uh, but – I still think the teams that, that compete with the Chiefs are, are the ones that have been competing with them the last few years. It's Buffalo. It's, yeah. I'm not giving up on that. I, wouldn't, I think it would be naive to do so. It's been unfortunate the way they finished, but they've been right there. Baltimore, the belief is that Jim Harbaugh will bring the Chargers to the potential that they've shown, at least in terms of personnel and Justin Herbert. The road's not going to be easy. It gets harder and harder. That's what made New England – just incredible when you look at what they did. But there was that 10-year gap. And that's, that's, to me, what Mahomes and Kansas City is about to embark on because this era or this group is going to shift. Kelsey's got a few more years at most. How long does Andy Reid coach? Mahomes is the, is the rock. He's the anchor. But he's going to have to morph into a different type of quarterback, different type of athlete. He's going to be asked to do so much more. And while they've won three, it's, it's, he's, I would say, maybe two years from now as he crosses into his 30s, that's where we're going to see can he truly chase down Brady because everybody's coming after him week in and week out, and he's not going to have the support system around him that he's had up until this point longer than you would imagine a few more years. Evan, it's always good to talk with you, man. Great job. Not only at the Super Bowl, but this season. And uh, enjoy the offseason, man. Uh, we can't wait to get back to football. And I know you feel the same way, even though you need some rest. <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate it, guys. Good luck with that old Trey Young thing. I've, I'm, I'm going to tune back in later. Please <laughs> Thanks, do. <brother. laughs> Please do. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 